All right, you guys ready to start? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, anytime. Okay, well, whenever you're ready. If you guys want me to start the show, make me start the show. Make you start the show? Use the voice. That's not really... That's a fictional... Come yeah. That's a film. That's not an actual technique or anything. You want us to telepathically to tell you to start the show? Come on. Okay, that didn't work. Where's Almost. your bathroom? Almost. Josh? Give All a right. Shot. Fine. You want me to do it? Yeah. Make me start the show. Start the fucking show, Chris. Every fucking week, new movies get released. How does anyone ever see these? There are too many movies. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. This week on There Are Too Many Movies, we watched The Harder They Fall. But before we talk about The Harder They Fall, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. I'm Chris Collins. I'm Josh Rodriguez. I am Alex Wilson. And uh, before we talk about what we've been watching, we've got a Patreon if you want to support your local on the internet podcast. First things first. Before you listen to our show. Before anything. You know, like in typical... Pay for it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In typical YouTube fashion, right up front. Like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, and fucking spread the word before you even know what the fuck we're about. We like paying rent and stuff. But also, please do that. Also, say what's up to Penny. What's up, Penny? Shout out to Penny. Penny. I'm dog sitting, and shout out to Penny for the visual listener. She's sitting quietly and sweetly, for now. For now. Um, Also, we have some merch too. If you if you want merch that says "There are too many movies" on it, yeah. If you want a black metal T-shirt that says "There are too many movies," yeah. People be like, "What's that say?" And you get to tell them, "Yep, there are too many movies." It's a conversation starter. Absolutely, dude. And the conversation ends after you say "There are too many movies." They're like, "Oh, a podcast." All right, yeah. We're gonna have mugs that say "Film School." We'll we'll at have that point. eventually oh, shit, at some yeah. point. I want a hat for cinema and then a hat for not cinema. Like that's mm. it. I like that. Yeah, right. And we'll wear them for depending well, on the movie. Well, we'll figure that out. I want a hat that says both. "Not Cinema" that I can wear to any Marvel movie. <laughs> oh God! And a hat that says "Cinema" that I can wear to you know the next. Or we could just do four three and not cinema. Or just cin- no, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Welcome you know to what? There Are Too Many Movies, where we figure out the show on the show. You know what I still don't get is on that Marvel TikTok we had, someone commented, I've seen some of Martin Scorsese's movies, and I'll pass. Thank you. <laughs> what? As he Fucking watches what? Ant-Man 4. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure, why not? You don't like Silence? You don't like Casino? Hey, how was Eternals? Oh, man. Shit. That movie's racist. There's no white people. That was a cathedral fart from a butt, I bet. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's what that... But you go into the end credit scene is actually just... (laughs) That's the end credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, anyways, uh, let's talk about what we've been watching, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. You want me to kick it off? Sure. All right. Got a boatload for you, dude. Hit me, bro. Got a boatload for you both. Oh, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Hap tanks. Happy holidays Happy in holidays general. Happy holidays and shit, whatever. Whatever you celebrate, if you're in Israel or Ghana, whatever you celebrate. I just hope you had the beigeest plate imaginable, dude. That's oh, what yeah. that's what Thanksgiving really is about. Shout out to the color beige. Just beige plate. Potatoes, beige. fucking dressing, you yep. know? Yep. Just Turk. have it look like 1980s computer accessories. Exactly. Just oh, pure yeah. beige. Yep, that's a that's a good plate of food right there. No green. Anyways, um, what have you been watching? I watched a documentary on Netflix called 
heroine. So, <laughs> okay, is this about female heroes or take a guess, Alex? Mm. Gun to your head. What do you or think what? it's about? Or what? Or just some fun prescription, not prescription, just straight up narcotics. B O F both, dude. Fuck. It's about female. <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's about both. So it's about these women in this uh, city in West Virginia. You're rough already. That work for the the fire department, the police department, and city council, who are changing the landscape of their town, dude. They're trying to <laughs> fix things by introducing heroin. By introducing heroin into the panty. Is it? So it's a it's a place in West Virginia that actually has the most overdoses per capita Ugh. in the United States. They actually have about ten more than the national average. In just this quiet town in West Virginia, because what they the overdose so often, uh, they use Narcan for that, right? Where they yes. bring them back. Yep. Fucking. It's pretty fascinating, though. And uh, these are some bad bitches going around and fixing the town, dude. It's fucking awesome. Really, really cool doc. Came out in 2017, I want to say. Hmm. So but once again, another uplifting watch list from it, from our host. More Josh. of the worst moments of a person's life enjoyed yep. by Josh. It is though. Oh, it's great. I guess. Is it episodic or is it a movie? No, it's just it's one doc. One doc. And it's maybe 43 minutes and then you're out of there. Okay. Wow. Short. It's really short doc. Okay. Um, highly recommend. Lots of fun. Uh, lots of fun. Lots of fun. <laughs> just the best. Just a fun family time. Just a fun cool. about, about the downfall of an entire city. In West Virginia. With, with narcotics. I think West Virginia is ranked 50th in education. I could be wrong. Would you go to West Virginia? For what? Just to, for vacation? No. Exactly. Yeah, for, for why? Why would I have to go there is my question. It's vacation, man. Vacation in West Virginia. To go get kidnapped at the base of a mountain? I watched another fun documentary uh, on Apple TV Plus, guys. And if you're not familiar with the subscription... Oh, I'm familiar. Okay. You know what's funny about what you just said? Is what's that? that? You could have said Apple TV Max or Apple TV anything, and I would have believed you. Is it really called Apple TV Plus? Yeah. Why what? not just Apple TV? Yeah. I guess well, because Apple TV night. is a device. Isn't that Apple- obvious? Uh, Apple-, <laughs> <laughs> Apple TV Plus Fuck. Hey, is the that? subscription service, dude. Y- aren't you familiar with Apple TV Plus? Yeah, because I'm pretty was- fucking familiar with it. There was this one time you tried to watch it on the service. Oh, right, right. You tried to and watch it. And they made it fucking impossible. <laughs> Your shit product. So Fuck we- you, Apple. It's so weird, though, because we watched it. Yeah, we watched it just fine. That was weird. You just didn't happen to... Fuck you. <laughs> uh, there's a documentary, and uh, honestly, the title escapes me right now. I just wrote down 9-11 Doc. Yeesh. Okay. They have a new 9-11 documentary uh, narrated by Jeff Daniels. Ooh. So you know that goes hard already, but they have brand new interviews with George W. Bush. Okay. Uh, mm. Condoleezza Rice. I don't like this. Colin Powell. It's just Dick so, Cheney. Cool. So they Dick were asked Cheney. A, cool. So they were asked to lie on camera again recently. Again. It's a really good documentary, boy. Cool. I love fiction. Ah. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but what's up with Building Seven? That shit's weird. Yeah, but for real though. Yeah. But honestly. A little bit. Um. Anyways, it just exploded. It just went down just nearby. Building. It just went what, down nearby. What if it was just a uh, a YouTube reacts of like them watching. Uh, loose change, <laughs> <laughs> like that's them. They just show yeah. them the loose change documentary. They're like, "There's some good ideas They're in like, here." Thoughts? Yeah. 
It's just a YouTube video. Anyway, he's like, what? <laughs> it's actually oil. oil. <laughs> yeah, give him oil. He's basically the fucking guy from Dune covered in oil, just like, my desert, my Dune. <laughs> Dude, he's got a fucking locker full of dead athletes just to take their hearts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, it's actually a really fascinating documentary. He's and like, it's, hey, they're like, hey, Dick, check out this clip from Loose Change. He's like, oh, that was cool. Hey, do you want to go hunting next weekend? Yeah. <laughs> he's the closest thing to a vampire in modern memory he's he's on his third heart is he you're is that joking hey, or, is second, or is it two? how many hearts hey, does least. dick cheney have zero hmm i don't know that one weird we're on a watch list now Yeah, she's paid off <laughs> she's scared not even alexa will touch that one fascinating documentary it details the entire day like up until you know george w bush wakes up until the end of the day like minute by minute it's fucking fascinating and the entire thing is documented very well uh there was a white house photographer with them the entire time like in their war rooms in their their fucking caverns under the white house and yeah. shit it's actually really fascinating that sounds interesting but i really don't want to see dick cheney There's and not george a lot of w bush pull off like the mark Wahlberg-esque acting when they go hey did you know by this and they go what <laughs> no. no, I really don't feel like seeing yeah. that. There's, n- it's more so less about like storytelling and more so about like what happened that day. Just the actual course of events. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's pretty fascinating. All right. They're like, and then I had to remember to keep lying about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had intel that it was this country, but we just went to this other country because, well, there's a lot of fuel and oil there. So. All right. Sorry. Check it out, though. It's great. Hey, we got Didn't Saddam mean to Hussein. trigger my friends here. We got Saddam Hussein, though, because he had a lot to do with that. Oh, wait. It was just because my dad didn't get him, and I was my personal vendetta. Yeah. Anyways, my daddy. My daddy had a bean. Here's my impression of George H.W. Bush throwing a baseball. Nailed it. That was good. Pretty good, right? Is that a knuckle, knuckleball? Yeah. Why would they ask him to do that? It was a slur. The fact that that... Dude, yeah. The, the course of events that led up to that is fascinating. Check that out. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Just a good, happy, healthy guy. <laughs> you can watch... Go to YouTube on... Uh, <laughs> go to YouTube on, on YouTube. Go to YouTube on YouTube and type in George Bush throws a baseball so you can see an almost corpse attempt to throw a baseball. <laughs> yeah. That anyway, rough. That's he's, he's he's dead now, is he not? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, can you get me? I've unplugged myself. Yeah, I got you. I have so much to do here. I'm busy. I like that uh Thanks, like man. right at the end of his life, he was like going around touching girls' asses and stuff, and he's like, What are you gonna do? I can't even move. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> so how's that age of that documentary? Pretty good? I said it was great. Apple TV Plus? It was great. Max. Oh. Apple TV Plus, check it out. Um, I also checked out a new movie on HBO Max. Okay. Now, boys, it is the time of cheer. It is the time of that. It's the time of the year where holiday cheer is in the air. Let's go. Was it a fun family holiday movie? You bet your fucking bottom dollar, I dude. I think I know what is it, it is. Is it a wholesome Christmas adventure? Fuck yes. And it's brand new. Lights. Hot cocoa. Hot chalky. Snow. Let's go. I got my tree up, and I watched 8-Bit Christmas. Yeah, I also did. You did? Yeah. What uh, is this? Okay, so it's a... You br- don't know what 8-Bit Christmas is? <laughs> nope. It's essentially a Christmas story about the the NES. Cool. 
uh, starring Neil Patrick Harris. So it's a it's a movie movie. Yeah, yeah. About Super Nintendo. Correct. Original, but yeah, Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. Right. Cool. <laughs> and it, it's essentially a Christmas story, right? Neil Patrick Harris narrates the whole thing. Yeah. Um, fucking Steve Zahn is in it. June Diane Raphael is in it. Uh, it is fucking great. Yeah, it was just super fun, happy, family friendly times. Right. Yeah. It was. Nice. It just felt like a throwback, and I, like, of course, I kind of turned it on as like a, what is this bullshit going to be about? Right. You know, like yeah. I was kind of so, expecting to hate it. Could you say it was a uh, winter fun? Top-down convertible fun Ooh, time? Ooh, top-up convertible. Top-up convertible oh. winter fun time. It's a with winter, the heat on. It's a f- you got winter. the heat cracked up. You got your hot chalky and a yeah. thermos, dude. Yeah. In a fucking thermos riding around looking at Christmas lights and shit. Your grandma's in the car. She's got a cigarette on and the windows are up. And you're like, Grandma, please. Hit grandma cracked the cigarette. Or cracked the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> cracked the window. And she's like, it's cracked. And it's not. It just isn't. And then the, and, and the car is consistently beeping to put your seatbelt on. And it's, <laughs> it's her, of course, of course. And she's like, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In the world, I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a... It's one of those. Winter, it's a that's our winter fun top up top winter up, fun <laughs> top up convertible fun time. Absolutely, it's fucking it's a blasty blast. Yeah, it's fun. Just a good fun time. Nice. No, totally unexpected too. I was expecting to like. All right, this is going to be some you know shit that like whatever. Yeah, from a butt. The you know what's funny is the there's like a bully character in oh the my movie God. and. He reminded me of Josh in high school, just with the wearing death metal t-shirts and the long hair. The same thing for Carly, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She thought, she thought the same thing. And his name is Josh. Is it really? I yeah. remember they called him by his last name. It was like right. fucking J- Jorsky or some shit. He looks a lot like I did in high school. In, in it's a pretty very, funny. Yeah, it's, but it's a really great movie. And uh, yeah, if you're just in like a happy mood, Chris, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, yeah, But it's just a great movie. I like how you wouldn't, rec- you wouldn't recommend it for me, and like implying I am not happy. It, yes, there that you imply I'm not happy, but you're steady watching like courtroom murders. <laughs> <laughs> courtroom <laughs> murders, <laughs> where they're like, they Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of that. Exactly. Oh my god, mine as well. You know, you watch compilations of people charging the judge in a courtroom, <laughs> dude. That's that, that was my favorite part in Batman Forever. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Whatever in Dark Knight, yeah. And Batman is in the courtroom in his full costume. Yeah, he emerged from behind the the pew. Yeah, like which is the funniest thing about that because it implies he's just sitting there in full cowl. Yeah, like yeah. watching a court and just like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Like, sir, write your legal name. Yeah, Batman. That's my cue. Yeah, jumps over the pews. I mean, yeah, I'm all for it. Humming his own theme song. But he's in West Virginia, so he's actually on heroin, and he just <laughs> thinks he's doing that. <laughs> Cut to the real version of him. He's like, just nodding uh. off. Like, anyways, it's the horror Batman story. All right, so uh, Big Christmas is pretty good. It's really, really good. Nice. And I have one more for my cinema boys out there, dude. Are you ready for this, dude? Let's hear it. I'm about to top any of you bitches. Oh, watch list. really? Yeah. Bet. Let's bet. Go. Bet. Bet. I'll bet you a trillion dollars. Children of men, Fuck dude. Ooh, that is a cinema masterpiece. Fucking shit, dog. Do you remember how you heard of that movie by chance? N- yes. 
I, d- I actually never heard of it. John and I went to see Children of Men randomly in a movie theater. You know what's crazy about that? What? I did the same thing. Really? really? When I saw that movie, it was a random, like, I didn't even see a poster. I was nope. like, let's see this movie. And you're like, I and like I was children. fucking blown away. It's fucking incredible. John, like, uh, so me and my friend at the time would spend all of our time at the mall, obviously, because yeah. that's what you do as a child. Sure. Uh, Malls weren't dead yet. Bought tickets for some kid bullshit. Yeah. And we would always go watch R-rated movies instead. Like, that was the thing. It's like, sure. if there was a, you know, R-rated movie starting around that time, we would just go. Uh, I think we we went to go watch like National Lampoon something bullshit, mm. and that's yeah, a kids movie that sucked. After like three minutes, we were like, "Okay, this is terrible." Walked out of the theater, <clears throat> and then just so happened to see Children of Men starting in five minutes, and we're like, "Fuck it, it might might have some fucking." We'll see. Holy shit! That opening yeah. sequence, bro. Oh my god! Shout out to Alfonso Curion, man. Dude, I mean Birdman fame. Gravity. Gravity. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. He fucking killed that movie, honestly. Legit. Yeah. Uh, with the Dementors and shit. The Dementors. But Children of Men is just an otherworldly fucking 4-3 classic, dude. It really is. I should own that movie. True. We should do a 4-3 episode on it. I think so. That would, I would love to. I would love to. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. Especially uh, the world building involved in that. The detail that goes into every aspect of and and we'll have we have plenty of s- to say when it comes to like <clears throat> detail in film and how subtle it's presented in the movie, dude. And and flying pigs. And I was Fuck o- it. yes. Ugh. And that was always such a like that was around the time that I had s- like just triggered my like cinematography like cinephile brain like as like oh, a high school like I was like oh newly watching it through that lens yeah like uh. and I was like I like long takes and I like <laughs> yeah. wide lenses you know like and then the fucking final scene with the like, baby and the, oh. the 10 minute fucking city scene <sighs> city at war scene and, and then the stuff in the in the in the car that they had to completely build a whole the car rig- Oh, like, it, it's like a half car or whatever. It's like this weird half car situation. There's a chase scene that takes all takes place in one car. It's one shot, and p- and the actors literally had to recline and let the camera go over them, and then recline back up when it came up to the front seat and all this shit. Like so, like spoilers, but like when someone was shot in there, they're shot in the in the seat, and then they have to recline, <laughs> yeah. up and pretend to be shot again. Like yeah. all this crazy shit. Like, it's fucking fantastic. <clears throat> just a master class of fucking really cool cinematography. The first scene, you can't, you can't. And and just the acting too, Michael Caine, Clive Michael Caine, fucking Owen, murders it. Julianne Moore's in it. Clive, yeah. Clive, Clive Owen. That's the only way you can say Clive See? Owen on this podcast. Fuck yeah! And he's just a fucking master. I mean, like the entire film is perfect. It's great. It's perfect. It's a, one of the best dystopian films of all time. Is and. It- the theories behind it, like why humanity is infertile. I mean, that's not necessarily a spoiler. That's the entire yeah, that's plot the, of the movie. Yeah, it's the whole, yeah. Um, Humanity's dying because we can't breed anymore. It's just, and all, the hopelessness of that. Like, the, even the, the thought like of that. One in a, generation. And yeah. Crazy. Gone. So cool. Oh, fuck. Anyways, please watch that. It's fucking incredible. You know, there's yes, at least a couple guys in that generation that are like, oh, no, it's terrible. I can't get a girl pregnant. 
This is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep trying. I, I guess we'll just keep trying again and again, and as many as times as it takes. That's my bad. We it's probably your fault, though. But I mean, let's be for real. For the sake of humanity. Yeah, we have to keep fucking. We have to do this. Oh no! This is a tragedy. Maybe we should try with other people. Maybe we should do like three or four at once, just to like get yeah. it out of the way. Yeah, just, just more time efficient. You know, I mean, we don't have a lot of time left on this earth. Oh no! Also, like you know. For humankind, all of humankind, I yeah, mean, I'll wear that burden on my shoulders. I mean, I'll be a martyr. Yeah, I'll like get five or six a day. That's. I mean, I'm sorry, I have to. So bring all your friends over. I'm just you know, let's bust some nuts. That's Children of Men, the movie. Actually, that's that's actually Star- the whole plot. Starring Clive Owen. Yeah, Clive. The part where he's like, I got a nut. <laughs> <laughs> cuts it, cuts it. We are all carry on. children of men. <laughs> That's my favorite line in the whole movie. Is it? Yeah. All right. So, pretty good movie? It's fucking great. It's great. I forgot about that until you, that movie. I never forgot about it. I've always remembered how good of a movie it is. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool, man. So and, then, and then funny uh, about that is, though, after watching this movie and loving it, uh, Chris comes into my fucking classroom before we even really know each other and was like, hey guys, have you seen Children of Men? And you're like, oh, fuck, I and have. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, because no one had ever seen this fucking movie. And fucking crash zoomed to both of us. Like, yeah. friendship formed. Like, fuckish. Are we best friends? We're the fucking stupid scene from yeah. Brothers. How dare you reference that on this podcast? It's so well, funny, it's your favorite though. movie. It's our favorite movie to reference. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. In just conversation. Of all the 120-some episodes we have of this podcast. Every we- time you set up the podcast, you're like, we have so much room for activities. You do say that a lot. <sighs> you get a big laugh every time. Yeah, this is so funny, the way you just say non-facts. They're not non-facts if they're completely they're, true. They, <laughs> they, You just make shit up. Just false shit to the podcast. Mm-mm. Welcome back to Gaslight Chris, the podcast, where you raise my blood pressure <sighs> by just saying false shit. Why are you lying about us? <laughs> why, are you tell- why are you telling people we're gaslighting you? Don't tell anyone that. Speaking of gaslight, do you have a watch list this week? Boy, do I. Okay, hold on one second. Alex is doing his watch list, so. Okay, you think you're so fucking clever. Because you brought AirPods and a sleeping... Do you have an Elmer Fudd sleeping cap? So, for the visual listeners, Chris is... He's actually putting on a sleep mask, has his AirPods in. (sighs) Ready for Alex's watch Alex, you know... I'm sorry, Josh. If you could just hit my leg whenever he's done, that'd be fantastic. Because I'm going to be in full sensory deprivation for the next uh, roughly 10 minutes. I got you. Okay, cool. Thank you. Penny is not a fan. Alex. Alex, go ahead. I also watched 8 Bit Christmas. It's great. It's fun time, good stuff, very talk. You know, it's real funny coming from the guy that sets up the podcast like it's an infomercial every week. Dude, the fucking Dune soundtrack is so good. You dude. fucking fucker. Just, all right. Cranking out hands in her, dude. I got two more Christmas movies. I got A Christmas Chronicle. Okay. Oh, dude, this here's I'm, at, it's I'm a, hitting the interlude where it's just like wind and sand. Uh, Fucking Hans. Did you know he invented instruments for the soundtrack? Invented instruments. Holy shit, man. He invented music for for this? That's crazy. Did you guys know that for the soundtrack to Dune, Hans Zimmer went to the beach? Really? Just some fun trivia for you guys. 
Whenever you're done, Alex. Josh, you know what to do. Penny? Is that you? Guys? Guys? Finally. Welcome back to There Are Too Many Movies. This week, The Fountain, full review, and upstream color. <laughs> All right. I also watched A Christmas Chronicle. What's that one? This is a... So this feels like something along the lines of The Santa Claus with Tim Allen, because Kurt Russell is The Santa Claus. Okay. And it's pretty all right up until it gets to uh, the elves in the movie. And they're basically like furry minions that are CGI. Oh, fuck. It's just real shitty and it's not the best. So you enjoyed it? Furry? For the most part. You loved it. Figures. I loved it. You don't like furry things. I don't. Here's I love real furry things like dogs and cats and capybaras and fucking. So you're saying the people that dress up as animals are not real? They're disgusting criminals of humanity and they should be snuffed out as soon as humanly possible i feel like that's not even controversial to say i feel like it's not a big deal I mean, you're looking at me like i'm hitler or something there's well i mean you are trying to this minute you, you might be on the wrong side of history cut to 10 years you might be like i'm sorry for the things i said like there's a furry the president <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck um all right what else um, I watched A Christmas Carol on BBC. This is Guy Pierce as Ebenezer Scrooge, and it's like a dark take on A Christmas Carol. Okay, okay. Guy Pierce of Memento fame. Of Memento fame. When Pretty did this good. come out? 2019. What? What? Just. It's just amazing how many things there are, you know? You ever, you ever, you ever think about that? <laughs> There's so Where many like, things. There, the Guy Pierce made a Christmas movie it, two years ago, and I, it never crossed my radar. Which, well, which like, makes sense, but also, like, huh? Right. What's going on? You, you think know? there are too many things? It's almost as if <laughs> there are... Let's go. There are too many movies. Oh! I, said, I said it. I said it. I said it. Celebratory drink of the song. Gross. Don't ever do that again. Ugh. Ugh. Is your watch list over? Nope. Cool. I also watched season two of The Great, which is a it's the so, great. So <laughs> So season two is that where you started? No, it's not like the center or something like that. Uh, all right, just, all right. To be fair, you could start it and still very much mm. follow up. It's almost an anthology of sorts. I'm not sure about where you that. Could, is it though. There is a character. It's a straight up continuation. Is, uh, it's though, sort right? of like American yeah. Crime Story, where you could just kind of watch any season that you want. American it's not Crime entirely you can't, though. It's American not entirely linear in that way. All right, let's move the fuck on. All right, I, American Crime Story. It's just kind of like American <clears throat> this Horror isn't, Story, right? This isn't the dynamic of the of... podcast that I appreciate. We had to come back on here. Oh, you don't after you kicked that? us off. <laughs> you know, let's just let's move on. All right. So how's season two of uh, The Center? I'm sorry, The Great. The Great. We're talking about The Great. It was. Starring Jessica Biel? Great. It It is starring <laughs> Elle Fanning, and she's fucking excellent as Catherine the Great, cool. but Nicholas Holt plays uh, Peter the Great, Ooh. and he is 
fucking excellent. They're both really, really good. Nicholas Holt is a is a bad motherfucker. What's this show about? It's Catherine the Great. Okay. It's like a humorous comedic take on uh Catherine the Great uh and her reign. And okay. it, it's just really, really It's humorous, you said? Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a not a dark comedy, but it's it's like almost entirely a comedy. Wow. Okay. It's it's really good. I recommend it to anyone that likes history. Frilly things, history things, Russian history things. It's really good. Okay. Um, Definitely want to check that out. Yeah. If you're a fan of curly wigs and poofy dresses. Straight up. Nicholas Holt was the only other choice for uh, the upcoming The Batman. Really? Yep. He would have been really good, I think. Think so? He's, yeah. He. I mean, in The the Great and I think like an X-Men movie is are the only things I've seen him in, but he's really good in The Great. Dude, he's... who he is. What is his name? He's in The Favorite as well, and he's... Oh, yeah, dude. He's fucking slaps in that. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas H-O-U... Just a handsome uh, yeah. fella. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, I remember. X Men First Class. Nice. He's yeah, a bad motherfucker. Yeah. So it has curly wigs and puffy dresses. Is Kira Knightley in it or no? She is somehow she excluded. She must have been busy. Yeah, she's doing Pride and Prejudice two or yeah. whatever. The squeakle. Yeah. Um. Also, the Great British Bake Off finale. Oh, Let's man. fucking go. If you wanted just a shot of. Absolute serotonin. Just happiness. To your fucking temple, dude. Is it a good show? It's the fucking best. How's yeah. Paul Hollywood in that? It's fucking sexy. He's a silver fox. He could be my dad if you want. He's there are open auditions for your been dad. going on for years. No one's come. <sighs> but it's a great show. Right, right. Um, I don't want to spoil it in case people are still watching or they're waiting to watch or whatever the fuck, but the person I wanted to win won, and there is no greater feeling. But honestly, <laughs> I, what's funny about Bake Off is that anybody could win, and yeah. it's fine. But whenever the person you low-key wants to win yeah. wins... Are they the crowd favorite, you think? Um, or is it your favorite? He... <clears throat> I. Th- I think he would probably be the crowd favorite. I'd say so. so. But okay. He's just very... He, spoiler. Ah, cool. shit. They are very fun and happy to watch. Cool. Good Chris, stuff. Chris, would you, would you go back and edit him saying... Can you edit, edit that? Of course, dude. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, I won't forget. Yeah, you never do. It's... it's all, you're all We always say you never forget. I, mean, I feel like there's not this, even a point. I feel like you have before. Mm, mm, I don't think so. Well, bring up. I don't think anybody's heard. Time. Anytime we have this conversation, nobody's heard it. I edit all this out. You're going to say they. You're not going to say he and spoil it. Okay. All right. Cool. I I I trust you, man. Thanks, man. friend of ten years. I appreciate that. Cool. I would I would appreciate. I mean, it's just like have more faith in me to do my job. Right. You're right. I'm sorry. Jesus. All right, Alex. What were you saying? It was good stuff. Cool. Did I'm it? done. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Chrissy boy. Yeah. What'd you watch this week, buddy? <clears throat> um, Let me scroll to the top of my notes because I forgot. I watched Michael Shea's new span- stand-up, Shame the Devil. Nice. Okay. It's great. Nice. It Michael is- Shea is a great writer. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great comedian. I mean, and this is way funnier than anything, in my opinion. Than, I mean, SNL Any is- mainstream special? Yeah. Well, it's a good special just on its own, even yeah. if he wasn't on SNL. But like... What he does on this is just way better than what 
he's doing on SNL. Yeah. Um, that's just my opinion. You know, it's never really been a fan of SNL, but whatever. Um, I mean, Weekend Update has always been my favorite. I think a lot of people's favorite part. Yeah, I can't stand Colin Firth, but and I like him. Colin, oh, Colin Firth. Are we ready that's for a name, hot right? take? Colin Jost? Colin Jost, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, the brother of Casey Jost, you mean, from Impractical Jokers. I don't is that so. real? Yeah. They're siblings. That explains One is married so to Scarlett Johansson, is on SNL, and the other one... Is an Impractical is, Joker. He's not even an Impractical Joker. You got it's. He's, he's the host of Inside Impractical Jokers. Inside Joker. In, I bet, yes, I bet yes. Thanksgiving is real fun for those two. Yeah. Fucking rough. Yeah. Just looking across... The table to Scarlett Johansson. To probably the most beautiful human to grace a planet. And he's like, have you guys seen the, the one where they're... I like, asked Sal yeah. what he thought was funny. <laughs> I asked Sal what it's like to sit in a massage chair, and that's the whole bit. With a fart machine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Yeah, so um, anyways, Michael Michael Chase stand-up is... It was phenomenal. I got a hot take, though. Let's mm. go. SNL is... Like you're saying, like Michael Chase stand up is funnier than SNL is. Yeah, I think the ceremony <clears throat> and the notoriety that SNL brings you is one thing. Yeah, but I don't think Saturday Night Live has had the pedigree of being like the funniest show on television or the funniest thing ever for uh, like ever. I don't think that's a very hot take, to be honest. I don't no. get it. I think it's tough because, like, you know, like the Farley days and like the older days, there was a lot of cringeworthy stuff, and there's a lot of good best of. You could argue it's always been cringy and always been corny. Yeah, they, I think there's something about the high definition era that once it got into there, it was just easy for them to. See, you could see them looking off camera. You could see the makeup. You could see the shitty sets. You could see the like the way the lack of preparation. It, it's not like a skit performing show. The best thing about the show is the digital shorts. Those, those, yeah, those are that hilarious. started with Sandberg, exactly. Yeah, and and beyond that, the rest is just like I don't know. It's just uh, it's just like people reading off. Ca- it's just like you see their eyes reading the prompter. It's like right. it has its moments, but it's just like whatever. It's it's always been like take any given episode, and even if there's like an iconic sketch from that episode, almost every single other sketch is like borderline doo-doo yeah a lot of the time agree so it's there you know, there's the iconic ones and then there's everything else which no one really cares about but i think 75 percent of it is just mid agreed yeah shout out to norm mcdonald weekend update though yeah anyway, for sure so yeah that stand-up was phenomenal okay i listened to the villanove and christopher nolan q a yeah that mm. happened um it's some uh, fifty some, some minutes of absolute gold. Yeah, that's a phenomenal Q and A. Any thoughts? It? Any takeaways? Just... I just wanted to let it sink in that I do that, and then you watch. Ah. Hmm. And then you, what was on your watch list again? Well, I watched a that Christmas Carol. about a week earlier than you did. I just didn't feel the need to bring it up because uh, I don't have to like tell people I'm a cinephile. They just get it. They see me and Pret- they're like, he's he gets pretending it. Pretending so hard that he mm, not that he, really that he does Never. cinephile research and listens to five head cinephile directors talk to. I each don't. Other. I don't even have to do it most of the time. It's just it's so natural. Mm. When I when I watch a movie, I can put myself in their heads name, and I know what they were trying to go for. One thing that Christopher Nolan asked Denny Villeneuve from that Q and A. 
He's like, is Gene Wilder really that good an actor? And he, Denny V was like, yeah, he's just great. And that was the Christopher Nolan one, right? That's the one. Yeah. Okay, dude. So I've seen it. It's great. And that's obvious. Right. I also watched um, Dope Sick on Hulu. All of it. <clears throat> all of it. Mm. Good show. Binge. See, you must know be. right off the bat. Yeah, it, it must be a good show. The fact that I watched all of it means it was good. I gotta love Michael Keaton's in that, right? Yes, sir. Ooh. Murderous. By the uh, way. Absolutely. Yeah. He is so fucking good in that. Michael Keaton is great. Just great. He's great. Phenomenal. Birdman was weird because Birdman was great, but also like you saw a lot of Michael Keaton in it. Right, he was being very. Weird. It's it's a bit of a like a <clears throat> dark biopic. Yeah, in a way. it's almost it's, fourth wall breaking. Yeah, it's yeah. like borderline about Batman. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, like, in, in a in a way, yeah. It's called Birdman. I mean, yeah. Anyways, it's pretty on the nose. Yeah, but I mean, dude, the, and he's the, returning to fucking Batman. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. What do you mean? Michael Keaton is reprising his role as Bruce Wayne Batman in the upcoming Flash film. That's cool. Yeah, is With this is this Batman a motion suit? picture flash film or like a CW? No, TV? fuck that. He would not fucking come back for a CW show. Yeah. It, like he's gonna Zack Snyder. He's like a big, big plot in the upcoming Flash film mm. that like crosses multiverses. It's uh, it's obviously like uh, Far From Home in that way. Where okay. it's like you know multiverse Flash film. I love how... But like, Flash did it first. I will say that, though. Yeah. You the mean Flash like Point comic Paradox, or something? Yes. Okay. Flashpoint Paradox deals with that, where Flash goes back in time and... Or, like, he goes to a, another fucking... You know, multiverse. <laughs> another verse. You know what I fucking mean. <laughs> comic shit. He goes to another verse, and uh, Thomas Wayne is Batman, because... Oh, cool. Martha Wayne and Bruce Wayne were killed in that alleyway instead of... The, them too. So Thomas Wayne is Batman, like his own Batman. It's it's pretty fascinating. That's pretty yeah. cool. So this is kind of that, in a way, where it melds so the Tim Burton Batman universe and the Snyderverse, and you know whatever's next. So it is the guy from the Snyderverse. Yeah, it's a movie. Yes. Okay. It's a film. Yeah. Cool. Got it. Some might argue. <laughs> That it mm. is cinema. Okay. Ooh. We'll see about that, though. We'll see. <clears throat> I just am so, like, do you have to pee? No, my fucking thing fell off again. Oh, okay. Damn. For the visual listeners, Josh unplugged his headphones. I'll, I can get it next Just time. further evidence, we are an infomercial masquerading as a podcast. <laughs> um, I will say, I think it's really funny that Marvel movies have just gotten to the point where they're just like, let's just fuck the whole universe up. Because that's like what else is left, you know? Yeah, they told a coherent story for like 30 movies. Yeah, and and now they're just like, let's just open it up. They're like, fuck it. Open this shit up. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see blood, motherfuckers. Like, we're going full R. Everything is Deadpool now. Yeah. That would be amazing. I'd be down with that. I would go back and I would be down. I'd be so much more down for that. They should make it triple X. I mean, how good of a of a surprise would it be if you were like hey let's go see the new Spider-Man and it opens up with oh <laughs> you'd be like what the fuck they went mature with this shit and Mary Jane just fucking and we get to see the death of Uncle Ben but it's like a Tarantino death like his head gets blown the fuck off <laughs> if it's in Diaberry Jane she, you know what I'm, I'm okay with that she 
I am okay with that. Martin's, Sounds neat. Martin Scorsese watching it through his thick ass gut glasses, like this is cinema. <laughs> through his, his Lorax eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> then, then he turns the camera, and goes, "Now this is cinema." Right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> anyway, shout I'm out, sorry. Shout out, shout out to Marvel. <laughs> shout out to Marvel. For sure. Where they're like, let's just bring everybody back. What the fuck is going on? Let's just make the Smash Bros of movies. Yeah, do you know what? I don't know, I, I don't know I, man. I, I, I only saw like a few leaks because I'm never going to see this movie. And I don't really care. But Really? You're not going to see Spider-Man? I don't think so. It, it's always like... I feel compelled to see it. Why? I've always liked Spider-Man a lot more than a lot of the other characters. Did you ever watch Homecoming? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. You're a Spider-Man simp, so... Yeah. I get it. But so, you... A spider simp. Why do you want to see this one? boy. I've seen all the Spider-Man, the, the more recent ones, and... I think if this has anything to do with uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, which it does, honestly, Alfred Molina sold me as totally. Dog. Yeah, I was like, okay, if he's back, then they probably got some cool shit coming. William and Defoe though, Willem Defoe's yeah. laugh in the fucking in the new trailer, I was like, okay, all right, you you sold the ticket. I mean, you know, it's one of a billion tickets you're gonna sell. Yeah. James Franco's dead. I'll still call it not oh, cinema. He's, he's not. I mean, thank God, but he's not coming back as Hobgoblin or whatever. He's canceled as fuck. He's not going anywhere. James Franco's like canceled? Said, like I said, he's dead. The fuck? I don't know about that. I don't know. No, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he is. Canceled as fuck. Yeesh. Yeah, that's what he said. Youch. He comes back in the movie for two seconds. He's, he's, like, like, eh. he's like, eh. I'm sorry. And then like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> then they blow him up with a goblin grenade or whatever. He just does this. All right. All hold, right. Hold on. I'm not gonna hold on. Stop it. it. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. Hold on. For the visual listeners, he put his finger through his zip hole. It's like my fingers, my cock. And we got it. It's like that. All right. What else is there? Uh, dope sick is pretty good. <laughs> you like dope sick? <laughs> That's what I'm starring Michael Keaton. Starring Michael Keaton. Who else is in it? Uh, fuck. Uh, the girl from Unbelievable is in it. I forget her name. Caitlin Dever? Uh, she plays the small girl in Unbelievable. Is that her? The small girl? The small the girl. The young girl. Oh, yeah. Yep. She, Caitlin that's Dever. Her? Okay. She's great. Do you call children small people? No. Oh, okay. She's just like, that's a description of her as a person. Okay. <laughs> um, what? Who else Penny. is in it? Rosario Dawson. Oh, uh, great actress. Um, God, what's the guy? One from of the best. J- not Jacob's Ladder, but what's the guy? Rosario Dawson is going to be in Clerks 3, by the way. Good. Shout out to that. Yeah. They brought her back. Somewhere. Very good. Penny. Um, so she's Dante's love interest, I assume. Because they get together, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Dope Sick was. Was I, it dope sick? <laughs> it, was, it was ironically very addicting. Yeah. yeah. Did you was, binge it? Oh, I was so addicted to it, man. Had to go to rehab, bro. <laughs> yeah, I had withdrawal at the end of the episode. Shit. You know Did I mean? you forego your relationships for it? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um, that sounds good, man. Yeah. I, I definitely want to check that out. I know Carly does, so. It's really good. Uh, it, it remi- It's like... um. It had big spotlight vibes. Oh, big spotlight vibes. So I know, I know you're gonna. You like got that. some documents, dude. <laughs> there are some. Dis- <laughs> you got some documents. You got some man? documents. You gotta just... sift through in the dark. You guys got some Manila folders to go through. You gotta hold a flashlight up to some documents in dude? the dark. Are you doing some investigative journalism? Oh shit! You are could. You, yo, are you making phone calls to people <laughs> that don't want to talk to you? Who the fuck is this? 
<laughs> just brooding phone number? call. How'd you get this fucking number? <laughs> you could watch an hour and a half of people just going, hey, can you pass me that? And it's... Yep. It's just an hour and a half of that. If there were a courtroom ASMR, I would love to fall asleep to it. Send, and, it, send it my way. And then the politics, all the stuff they have to battle. Mm. It's a great show, but I will say it's equally frustrating as it is entertaining because it's so much based in truth. It's about the Sheckler fam- Sackler family and how they basically completely manifested the entire Oxycontin epidemic. Like an opioid crisis. Jesus. Just for profit. It's literally just like a fake ass drug that's Jesus. made to be addictive. Yeah. Made. It's not meant to help anybody. It's like Great. it was marketed completely. Uh, like a Tylenol type and just it just kills lies. you. Yeah. <laughs> Go, going back to Children of Men, there are drugs in there that they market that are like, oh, this will kill you. Like if you decide. Like oh, it, it's yeah. like the tagline. The suicide that. pills. Yeah. yeah suicide damn. pills. They have. Yeah. Uh, happiness pills and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and just it's a great, it's a great show. It's dystopian as fuck. It's almost to the point of Black Mirror, but you're just like, oh, this is real. This is, yeah, this is what's going on? Big Pharma is fucking marketing to people, but also to doctors. They're convincing doctors this is a safe thing to do and convince them to prescribe it and all kinds of crazy yeah, shit. That's like, fucked. And who better getting to- them laid, getting taking them out to dinners, getting them mm-hmm. tickets, all this crazy bribes and all this like. The levels of extortion and, and, and shit that Big Pharma has done and complete, just for profit, murdered, you know, half a million people. I need a pool. Yeah. I need a yacht, though. I need a yacht for my super yacht. Where is my other yacht's going to come out of my yacht? And Which is real. No better source of information than Batman himself. Yeah. True. This, this is made for millennials, dude. Dude, Michael Keaton plays a doctor in that. Ooh. It's very good. Oh. I don't want to spoil anything, but check it out. Penny's chasing her own tail for the visual listeners. Pretty cute. That's pretty cute, but also he's like, Has anybody seen that fucking thing that keeps touching my ass? <laughs> there's someone behind me. <laughs> he's star- she's staring at us like, don't move, but there's somebody behind me following <laughs> my shit. Penny, come here. Dumb bitch. Penny is not wise she's to her so own tail. Oh, shit. Anyways, that's my watch list. And you guys want to get into the movie we watched this week? Yeah. Which is The Harder They Fall. The Harder They Fall. The Harder They Fall. On Netflix. Um. Wow, boys. James Samuel. Not yes. familiar with this filmmaker. But, dude, first-time filmmaker. He's actually uh, an artist. A it, musical artist. I would believe that because one of the subtitles said something song, the James Samuel remix. And I was like, okay, so that's his. He's, yeah. part, he's like part artist, music artist. He composed a lot of the music in the movie. That's cool. Too, which is crazy. Fucking. Okay, so the prologue was kind of tacked on. A little bit. Yeah. I didn't get a good sense of like visual language from the prologue really. Same. I was just like, okay, we're setting up the characters, I guess. Yeah, it's very it was very just here's the things. It right. was not a good intro to the movie. Right. As far as like first things you're gonna see in this movie. Right. Bad intro because it seemed like a knockoff of the intro to Inglorious Bastards. But then after the fucking title cards, which were sick. Yeah. No 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 title card. Well, okay. The title sequence is like Kid Cuddy. Love that. And I, I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is badass. Dude getting shot doing a backflip. Yeah, like, that was cool. The over-the-top violence in this movie where like revolvers are <clears> basically <throat> cannons yeah. is my favorite thing about this movie, I think. The only thing I didn't like about the opening credits was like it it was a total vibe and then it like it literally came to like a screeching halt to say a James Samuel film. And I was like, 
All right. And then it continued. But like right. that sort of rubbed me the wrong way, kind of. I, I hear you. you. And, I hear and you. they did a really shitty like film effect on it. Like it was a film reel. Yeah. Like cranking the title up. And I was like, okay. Well, how else are we supposed to tell it's a Western, dude? Oh, <laughs> good point. Good point. Without some film grain. Without some sepia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, well, speaking of that, the mix of tones... Like it's hard for me to be in the Western world when you have modern music in it. That yes. was tough. While it was fun, mm. it was tough. I, this movie would have been elevated by an original Western score, similar to Django or Hateful Eight or something. Yeah, but even Django has modern music in it. Dude, that's Rick Ross in the middle yeah, of that. Yeah, movie. but the thing totally about, about that. that is like. In this movie, it's like it's nonstop modern music with a little westerny twist in the production, right? Yeah, and it just goes a little bit overboard for me. Agreed. Like it's just a little bit overused. I I feel you on that. It's a uh, little music video interludes. It's yeah, like, it's like oh shit, here's a here's a music video portion. So it, it's like a western version of like the original Suicide Squad, where it would be like. And like do like a graphic and a title right, like, exactly. Like I, I was waiting for like a whip crack to be like, oh no, it's fucking Rufus. Nat Love. It's Rufus Bucks. Yeah, and yeah. then like a blood spider comes across the screen or something. I was kind of expecting that. Yeah, and it was a little more like okay, like I'm glad they didn't include that necessarily. Yeah, but it would have been. I don't know that it would have been welcomed, but it was expected, like you're saying. Yeah, but it, it did teeter into a really well stylized movie though. Like yeah, like for for the the for one of the first revenge parts where he shoots the guy in the church where he kills the scorpion hand yeah, man yeah. and the harder they fall titles come up individually. Yes, I love that. Love that. That yeah. was great. That's Just after each sick. shot. Kadoo, Full screen word. And also shouts cool. to Jonathan uh, Majors. Yeah, who is a fucking badass and like yeah. he needs to be in more things. Granted, I didn't finish. Um, uh, Lovecraft Country, which he was in. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. and he was. Apparently really good in that. <clears throat> and I did not like the movie The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Didn't like that movie. But I know he's a good actor based Agreed. on that movie. Agreed. I, from Lovecraft, I could tell he, he was murderous. He's just fucking great. Yeah. So to see him in this like was like, fuck yeah, dude. And he, did, like, he did really good. And he honestly probably one of the best things about the movie. Because I think he was... Him and Idris Elba overacted this movie if that makes any sense they not like in a bad way no yeah, no no they no. P- they performed this movie yes Th- there are so many like uh they carry th- there's way. several characters that are just like s- scream their charm on the screen Lakeith. like yeah like oh i was about to say Amazing. like he absolutely fucking steals a movie from always me. yeah he he's steals just incredible the fucking movie he he's electric i just want cherokee bill man yeah. yeah he's a fucking weirdo in the in the best way i want a cherokee bill biopic like or or just vehicle on its own like i feel like yeah. just him is a compelling story and that was kind of like the where i fall into the like i don't know if i love this movie very much because it's like to me the rufus buck storyline was way more compelling than anything with the Nat Love, yeah, gang, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't care for the Nat Love gang, especially the nonsensical choices towards the end. Where yeah, it's like they robbed the bank, and even the one of the gang members goes, "Why did we do this? If we're just going to go up there and shoot him and blow him up?" And he's just like, "Boo-boo-boo!" Yeah, and like, like he could have well. just not at all done. Could have just not done any of that. I right. did like the way they handled like. It was very tongue in cheek how the white town was literally completely white. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. made sense. The entire town is painted white yeah. yeah um 
I like the I like that as a caricature. Yeah. Like it was a fun caricature of the situation. It wasn't until the train sequence where I was like, oh fuck. That to oh, me, that yeah. entire sequence from front to back was like the price of admission. And like I agree. the the tone they should have kept for the entire movie. Totally. It was absolutely flawless. Dude. I agree. I Her totally agree. Stopping the train getting on the train and like the interaction with like the people on the train versus the military mm-hmm. and like Keith just fucking eating up the scenery, yeah. dude, Regina dude. King doing her thing. It, it, and this movie had, while being mostly just kind of a fun, okay movie, it had these moments that were like, okay, that was fucking sick. Yeah. Like the train, sequence, the train sequence, the entire fucking thing. This, when he drew his gun and the, all the men behind him. Oh yeah. Went, like, and they were like obscured and you could just see their just hands. See the hands. Dude. Yeah. The shots like that or the standoff when he's like, oh don't, yeah. Like draw, don't draw this. And then it went, Hey, you don't draw this. And it went, and then there's yeah. somebody behind them. Like they did a lot of cool camera things. The shadow shot where they're, yeah, that was great. The standoff and, uh, yeah. and the, with those two. Yeah. And dude, like the train sequence, as a um, <clears throat> introduction, like I feel like that should have been the introduction to Idris Elba's character Rufus Buck. Oh I yeah, agree. did I not agree. need the opening sequence at all. I totally agree. It sells his badassness completely. Yes, and yeah. you don't need that first scene at all. I totally agree. So that's where it's like to me, if it was just this scene, that would have just been fucking like, okay. Let's fucking yeah. Go. Like who is this guy that yeah. they just fucking unlocked? Yeah, that would have been a perfect dope. To and, be fair, and, you don't see him in the intro, which I liked. Yeah, that's true. true. You, yeah, but you know it's him. Yeah, exactly. you just know. Just yeah, from exactly. the marketing, you're like, oh, Idris Elba's in this. Yeah, I wonder his, who he'll be because you see his chin and he opens the door, and that was enough. Yeah, but yeah, but that almost feels like too much. I agree. I agree. Every time there's a really badass character introduction, like how Lakeith came onto the the train, I always hope that there's one, like just one person on the train that's like, "Hey, you can't come in through there. That's not the entrance. The entrance is over there. You can't come in through there." And he's like, "I'm doing a whole thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing an entire thing." Well, I even love that about the, uh, um, I wrote his name, R.J. Seiler, who is a great fucking actor and I've seen him in uh, only a few things, dude. He was in me Earl and the dying girl, which is a fucking great movie. If y'all haven't seen that, but he was also low key fucking awesome in the power Rangers movie, which is not a good movie, but he was really good in that movie. Is he the guy? He's the, the, the shooty guy, the fastest gun in the West. Dude, He he was was great. great. Dude, his charisma is like on another level. He's awesome. He is like going to be a fucking star. Well, I want to talk about like the scenes. Bef- it was right after the prologue when they robbed the bank robbers, the Crimson Hood gang. Yeah, that was the most Tarantino scene in the movie. For I sure. feel like the fir- first of all, the movie's too long, and that's obvious. Yeah, but cut just that- over two hours, right? Two, two hours, hours seventeen be- minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish there was many moments where I wish I had this movie on my timeline because I can make it a less corny and b just condensed to its best moments. Right. Because there was so much. There were so many just like, what the fuck was that scene? Like, for example, that the Avatar dancing woman in the middle of that bar. Oh, my God. That was, was, like, that was, was like, borderline cringy. It was like a full three to five minutes of like like him just entering a bar. And this woman was dressed in like blue Avatar paint. Oh. What the fuck was that about? And first, and well, it, Hey, what the fuck was that about? Th- that think, person think, think greeted for, them that way. Yeah. Think like, about that. What was going on for just a second? Yeah. You're in a Western. Right. And then there's her. Why? 
Yeah. Cut her out completely. All they did was walk in and meet the bad guy, Idris Elba. Like, it got all the way up to Idris Elba, and he's just sitting there with a whiskey. <laughs> Nobody on set was like, What's the like the the plot motivation behind this right. one? Like, it looks like, fucking cool, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> it looks okay. Cool it looks see. cool, but also, what? Like, why though? Oh, there's the why, but then there's like realistically in this time period, how would this happen and why? Right. It wouldn't. And <laughs> and, <laughs> like that's all. I was just like, why is this future woman here? Most <laughs> like, most of all, with that person in the movie i was like okay so is she doing this because they are who they are and they're coming into the bar or because someone is walking into the bar and this is how they greet people i don't know like what i don't know it's, it's so like, welcome to the exotic bar yeah i was like what anyways i don't get it i'm sorry i wanted to, i wanted to go back to the crimson hood murder at the beginning very tarantino yes yeah. Yeah. extremely no music and they were like hey he's like you just killed my brother yeah and they're just like two people that are it's like goof death is just the thing yeah death is just but also imminent yeah it's always like in like wait these guys are gonna kill each other and they're joking around kind of in a dark way right uh yeah very tarantino-esque something about it and it's feel very Tarantino-esque from not only the opening scene, which felt like the intro to Glorious Bastards, but even the way people explode in this, like the 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 blood and the the gun smoke is like a firework, and, yeah. the, and the blood is like backlit so much that it's like an explosion of red mist. So Tarantino-esque, yeah, right. So, um, but back to the shooty McShoot boy, RJ Siler, like yeah, he's gonna be a fucking star. He was I, awesome. and. It's it sucks that he's not in more things, but like even off screen, like I even saw like interviews with him <clears throat> about this movie where he just he just has it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like, totally. He's just a he's fucking. Got it, yeah. He's a star. Um, I wanted to see more of him, but like his plot, his backstory, his his uh, arc in the movie was like well thought out, well Loved executed. It. Yeah, it might have been my favorite part of the movie, to be honest with you, dude. That with him and. Lakeith, like, come yeah, on, dude. dude, like, yeah, that was a sick rivalry. And the way it ended, though, was yeah. so interesting. And, and it speaks to Lakeith's character, like, his character's character yeah. in the movie. Like, it's just great. Yeah. And the way he loaded the pistol with the bullet. That was cool. Etched mm. Cherokee on yeah. the bullet. Like, Penny, you're barking at yourself. <laughs> you're barking at a reflection. Who the of fuck this. is that? <laughs> now, the first, so Penny was, I'm dog sitting for the folks at home. Penny was barking at her own tail and now is barking at a reflection of herself. She's got some demons she's working through. Yeah. <laughs> you ever just bark at yourself in the mirror? Or <laughs> those people in Alabama do. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> the <anyways>. Appalachians. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has ever made me more uneasy than that. It's yeah. so good. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Shout out <laughs> to Softwood Underbelly on YouTube. So, um, Better channel than this one, I'll tell you. Probably. I mean... Definitively. Arguably. I mean, arguably. you could argue it. Arguably. Penny, come here. Cut it out. You're literally just jumping in circles. Weirdo. Okay, so um, I wanted, th- well, like, one of the funniest parts about the Shooty McShoot guy was the, uh, like, like, I knew he had, like, charisma and, like, it was hilarious in the moment when he went, like, uh, who was it? Not. not who plays the, the the marshal? He's a legend. He's so. Good. Oh, he was fucking excellent. He was amazing. Del uh, Delroy Lindo. Thank you. Fucking born to play an old west sheriff, dude. Yes, and I killed like, it. I don't know what that means, but like 
He was born for that. He personified role. it yeah. perfectly. Never Just mind the fact yeah, that his character was a fucking sharpshooter as fuck. Yeah. Like he was just like, fuck you, die. Yeah. Like yeah. just experience, it. yeah, and and like that one dude, like you haven't seen as many deaths as I have, and like boy, you have no idea, yeah, yeah. like oh, he's shit. like you're so full of yourself, you don't even get it. Yeah. If you weren't, you wouldn't be talking about it. I love the the moment where he's like, it's like, uh, Trey's like, trust me, that ain't the devil. The devil's white, and then it and then it cuts to the shooty McShoot guy, just ha, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he fucking just laughed at that. Yeah, like, I love that about his character. Like, yeah. But those two just the cast in general is just murder. Yeah, just they, super charming. Idris yeah. Alba, everybody. Zazie beats dude. Her she fucking kills it in this movie, and not just like the like what you'd expect of a, a role like that. Was that I mean? Stagecoach Mary? Or yes, okay, yeah. Um, like it's not a role that you would you expect her character to do one thing in the movie. Sure. But she kind of like pivots from that halfway through, I feel like. Especially that last fight with her and Regina King at the end. It's like, oh, that's just a full-fledged fucking fight it's Just a slobber knocker. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. She fucking killed that. That like... One of my favorite moments in this movie is like after she fucking beats Regina King's ass and like hits her over the head with like a shoe horn or a fucking uh, uh, horseshoe or something whatever it is butt of a rifle oh th- mm, is that yeah. what it- yeah that's she right fucking baseball yeah she it. swung it and that fucking primal scream she lets out right after that of like pure exhaustion and yeah. just like fuck you and like- how it was timed with that fucking cool jazz yeah, piece no, that was, yeah. that was fun but, th- but the style of that fight contradicted like the train scene, for example, which was like methodical and, and serious and, and thriller. Yeah. yeah. And then it became towards the end just like this meet me in the, the barn. We're going to have a showdown. We're the murder in the saloon. Yeah. yeah. And, and it by was the way, totally all over the place. Yeah. And by the way, the final back lot, I'm sorry, the final city was a back lot. Yeah. It, just oh, looked, for, for it sure. was just, dude, like, yeah. it was like copy paste prisoners of the ghost land. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There it was looked like, just like everything that. left over. We're out of money. Yeah, and then you just like, went or to- it looked like the 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 set from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The fucking yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like I thought they were gonna back up and sh- reveal a film crew, and like the whole movie is gonna be a twist or something. And it's just a facade of a town like yeah. Blazing Saddles. It was it was very Six Flags Old it West. Looked, it looked bad, but whatever. Um, not not the filmmaker's fault necessarily. Not necessarily, but um, oh, Dion Cole, by the way, dude. Woo! I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that he could do dramatically so well. He did amazing. Yeah, he was great. I was blown away by his that. voice. Was completely different. He killed and, it. And dude, so much in his character about like how he has that entire monologue to Rufus Buck before he even enters the room. He's yeah. just practicing. Yeah, and then he opens the room. He's like, he wants to see you outside. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, that fucks up my whole shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Immediate tail between his legs. Like, yeah, ah, that's not how I pictured it. Just right. Fucking that was so good, and the, and the pistol whipping shot. Oh fuck. yeah, uh, I love like there were so many cool moments like that where I was like, okay, this is fun because of these little redeemable. Yeah, like like they mounted a camera like GoPro, what looks like to Idris Elba's hand as he was pistol whipping Dion Cole, and there was just little frames of it. Yeah, uh, that like kind of paused or froze yeah. or whatever. It was. I wonder if it was a camera malfunction or if it was just an editing choice, but it was cool. Yeah, the way it worked, I like that. Like. Anyways, and there, there's cool. little lines during that part, like when he's knocking his gold teeth out, and he he says to the kids, "Pick that up. That's gold. You can sell that." And like just how that sells 
Idris's character is like, I'm the I'm the new sheriff in town. Yeah. Like straight up, I own you. Yeah, but he's like, I'm Robin Hood also. Yeah. Which he's he's not but he he's just murders everyone. Continues yeah. to anybody, steal from the whole town. Yeah, and anybody that like disagrees with him, like, like oh you're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a yeah. dead person. He's like, Hey, I don't think we can afford that. What's your name? <laughs> yeah. James. No. Yeah. Rest in peace, James. <laughs> Shit. Yep. That was really funny. These people existed, by the way. Yeah. I Googled Cherokee Bill. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I and say- like there were there were like old western towns of just black cowboys. Yeah, I, I one of the things I read about the film is like this is based on the little known fact that one in four cowboys were actually black. <laughs> Kazoon type. Nice. One in four cowboys are actually black. Which oh is, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, because no, like you think of we it, don't fucking get told well, this. Shit. No, because this southern like, history oh, is jo- so whitewashed that like yeah. how would we know? It's literally, John Wayne versus everyone. John Wayne is Genghis Khan. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but um, but I mean, not to me because all the cowboys that I know are majority, majoritively black. Majoritively. Yeah. How uh, how how are them cowboys? How Shut about, the fuck how up, about man. Them Shut the it's fuck just up, a question. Man. Just a question. How nah, are the cowboys? Man. Well, you're wearing the hat. I assume you pre wanted us to. You're wearing a cowboy's hat, so I assume you wanted nope, to talk about your sports, your hat. favorite sport team. Scrubbed the hat. Dallas Cowboys. Scrubbed the hat. Scrubbed the hat. For just the, vis- the first hat you had. Yeah. For the visual listeners. The logo was bigger before our, our last win. I'm surprised Yappa Baba wasn't on your watch list. For yeah. This fuck up, man. I don't want to talk about the fucking trigger. Doom guy is laughing so hard. He's right fucking now. like, yeah. yes. Well, his team is from Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Yep Um, uh, so I will say everyone in this era apparently had Invisalign and teeth whitening. I thought that was kind of interesting. V white teeth. A yeah. couple of them had pretty fucked up teeth. Besides Dion Cole and the grill, who? I mean, I noticed a lot. Everybody of, like, was perfect. Everyone had a lot of people had like yellowed ass teeth that I could like, like uh, townspeople, I guess. No, but like the uh, who was that's the, not a main character. The the guy in the Crimson Hood gang, he was in. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, he had yellowed. He's teeth. a Wayans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name. He had yellow teeth. I need to check yeah. that real quick. Okay, I don't want to be wrong. About no, he that. is. Okay, yeah. I know he's a new girl, right? Yes. <sighs> For like a couple episodes, and they were like, "You got to go. You're not." I thought he got like a different show. Maybe. I don't fucking know anything. I don't know. Um, I'm just okay. making up history right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said that the Rufus Buck gang was a lot more interesting and entertaining than the other storyline. Regina King, though, dude, shouts to her. She always kills it. She really does, man. She, she really does. She always brings it. She was great in the watch. She peeled man. that fucking apple. She did. Mm. Amen, brother. I thought that was funny when he was like peeling an orange earlier and he just Alba put that thing, his hat over the orange was like, keep an eye on this orange and then he lifted it up and he's like, it's still there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seemed like improv for some reason. Yeah. I don't know if it was. He's like, I don't know how to do magic. Yeah, he's like, ah, <laughs> fuck it. And he's like, hey, 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 director, can you CGI the apple out or something? <laughs> Anyways. Another um, shouts to the orange in film. Something bad happened to him. What do you mean? You don't know the orange theory in film? No. What's no. up? Uh, I think it comes from the Godfather mostly, but like anytime you see a character eating an orange, especially if they're like a, a boss or a mob boss or something, like something always bad always happens to them. So in the Godfather, the Godfather is he dies. Wow, right spoiler! For Jesus, Godfather. I was All just right. about to watch that. Oh my sorry. god, dude! I'm sure our listeners haven't seen the sorry, Godfather. Sorry, sorry. Um, in the Sopranos, there's an attempted hit on oh my James god. Gandolfini after wow. he orders an orange juice. Oh, oh shit! A Children, variation on an orange. Children of Men, even. 
Are you saying that I I just had a cup of orange juice? Wait, d- with or without pulp? Oh, no pulp, gang, always. Ugh. No pulp. What do, you, no. what do you want, texture in your liquid? Yeah, I like fiber in my diet. Some pulp gang. Shouts to the some pulp gang. Shout out to Pulp Fiction. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> Where everything bad happens to everyone. <laughs> Fucking, don't you love like pseudo cinephile shit like on YouTube? Yeah, that does shit like that. Yeah, they'll be like the pulp in the Sopranos, pulp <laughs> fiction. Therefore, I have paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like they basically, it's like you need to go to a doctor. Actually, yeah, you like, need to what, be seeing a psychiatrist. Yeah, where they're like, I went outside and there was some pulp on the ground, and there's five roses in in the movie of this, and there's five directors, and so everything makes sense, and it's like. What are you fucking talking about? You sound like a guy with just underwear on (laughs) in a public park. Exactly. It's like, and this is my film thesis at film school. (laughs) Back to the orange thing. Yeah, sorry. Ted Beneke. Oh, from Breaking Bad. A bowl of oranges falls on him after he fucking... Bonk. I I don't know that I'm buying into the orange theory, to be totally honest with you. I'll share it with you. Orange, you glad that... (laughs) That's an NFT on our Patreon. Uh, what else we got in this movie? I have written down shout out to the Avatar cosplayer. I wrote the Asari dancer. Asari from uh, Mass Effect. Okay, it's a deep cut. Just want to say that the the last standoff with Lakeith and RJ Siler was just like, yep, the, love that. If you just had the train scene, and if you just like just everything with Lakeith Stanfield, yeah, make him more of the main character or at least a stronger role. Condense the just movie more, to- more of him. Agreed. Just more. But I feel like that's what makes him so special. Because you yeah. want to see him more. Yeah, exactly. He was so fucking good. He's always great. Fuck. More. More of him. Loved it. And and the, the mysticism behind him, yeah. I think, was awesome. How he's like a legendary gunman that no one can take down. The mm-hmm. fastest in the West or whatever. Yeah. But he doesn't give credence to the idea of fastest in the West. Just the... What did he say? It was like, who's alive and who's not or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so sick. That was cool. That that speaks volumes to his character. Like he doesn't care about like the titles or anything. Well, that's like by what he his point is like it doesn't matter because he's gonna cheat the count or he's, shoot you in the back. Yeah. Or yeah. and at the end of the day, like yeah, he didn't shoot. Like that guy's alive, and so if across town, like they must think he's better. Yeah. Et cetera. And then Cuffy ended up being faster than him because they had that draw yeah she was great too dude, dude. yeah but, fuck. but then her line to him as he was dying was uh what's his name was faster oh yeah, yeah. i love that that. Was, that was a nice touch too. that was awesome yeah. like completion it, of like, the arc yeah it, it fucking hit home dude. Yeah. yeah because it, he would have beaten him yep and i love how like lakeith just like shot him and was just like why do they count so fucking slow yeah, he's that was just so it. done with everyone's shit. And I loved yeah. RJ Siler's death too, because it like he kind of like looks away, like he's so confident about it, looks away, and then on three, bam. Yep. Ah, <sighs> good, good that, arc. That shit was good. That, that shit was, that was great. Was, that Real was good. Great. Yeah. How did you feel about the twist? Whatever. Fucking whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Could have. Could have not father. been there. Could've. I'm your father type of twist. I'm your brother, bro. Oh no! This makes it more complicated and difficult. Oh my goodness! Am no, I the bad guy now? Yeah. Morality. What's it all mean? <laughs> <laughs> but why? Cuts him raising an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, as corny as that was, 
uh, the main character killed it. Oh yeah, he was still yeah. like the way he shot him until his gun kept clicking. Like was still still so greatly acted. Idris too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the way where they're both fucking. He was like, "Take your fucking revenge," and he shot the ground. I yeah. thought it was That's a cool. Sick. I thought Idris Elba's reveal was cool. I don't think it was like a an interesting plot element. Exactly. True. Yeah, but they executed it well. Despite it being corny as shit. Yeah. Yes. The characters and their acting behind them are all so charming and well done that there's not much to fault for it. You know? Right, 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 right. It's like <laughs> it's like this cast really elevated the film because without the cast for what it was, I don't think that this is like a oh shit, this is badass, you know? No, it, it's it's the style, the stylized sequences in the cast that carry it. I think. Yeah. There yeah. were some there were some cool moments. And he, this director's got potential, I think, but it's a... Uh, it's a bit corny, a bit too over the top in moments. But then I'll but then part of me wanted to be like, can you either be over the top or not? Because like there was moments where it was a classical sort of Western standoff, and then there was moments where the like they're shooting out a floor by fanning their hammer. Yeah. And they're they're <clears throat> shooting somebody and they do a full backflip. Like the 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 force of the bullet is just right. insane. Or uh, uh I love the, the the blowing up of the money and like like I don't know. There, there was moments that it just. I wish they just turned that up to eleven and went for it because when you have the music video interludes and like that, those over the top type of sequences like that, lean into that as opposed to the more serious thriller, and it's a bit more fun for me and it's a bit more tonally uh, complete. It's like for me, for me, the the idea of it being a Netflix movie sort of like saves it. You know what I mean? Like the fact yeah. that it's on Netflix, I'm like more accepting of like what it is. If I went to the theater and saw this, I think I would have been way more disappointed. Maybe. Yeah. If I would have paid to like go see this in a theater, I would have been like, okay. Yeah. That I I felt I feel a little cheated out, but because it's like a Netflix original, I'm more so like forgiving of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and especially if I try to compare it, like comparing it to a good Western, like. Like Django, even it's like it doesn't hit like Django. No, does. but I mean no. that's like a totally unique product. That like I mean when Django came out, there was like borderline nothing like it, right? I guess so. I mean I'm not like a film history buff or Western guy, right? 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 Uh, I'm trying to like what else do you compare this to? You know, I mean better than fucking the ridiculous seven or whatever the fuck <laughs> the hateful eight. No, what there was one with the Magnificent um, Seven. Yeah, the one oh, with Chris yeah, Pratt. That was real weird. Oh, the remake? That yeah, that's the original is like a masterpiece. But oh, okay. like the one with Chris Pratt. Nah. Didn't we watch that? No, no. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Didn't I direct that? No. <laughs> Didn't I make that movie? They're like, shut up, Chris. What? Wait. Anyways, um, there's something else I wanted to talk about. It was in regards to the ending. Well, Regina King is still alive at the end. That was her then? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That, it was yeah, her was... little bolo hat. Okay. I was end. wondering who that was. And that makes sense. Like, she just got, but, like, like. And she's, like, a pretty bad bitch throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah Not sure. one, you know, baseball swing to the face is going to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. I need to see some brain on that. For real. Some alternate titles for this movie, which is interesting. Um, DMTs, you mean? Or, like, actual. Actual. DMTs. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. Right. Well, acts like these were the alternate titles. Let's uh, go. Before they changed it to this, uh, to to the heart of the fall. 
the one of the alternate titles was the the Notorious Nine, mm. which is just like nope. the Hateful Eight, nah. Magnificent Seven, Notorious Nine. Like you just stay out of that. Sinister lane. Six. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. What's that? Spider Man. Okay. Ocean's Thirteen. Exactly. Exactly. Same. Same thing. And another alternate title they almost went with was They Die by Dawn. Which is, nah, which wouldn't have been bad, but just not not as good as the harder they fall. I, th- I think Maybe. the harder they fall is a pretty. It's a fine title. I think pretty it's. Good a, title. It's. I like that it's sort of like a an, an old timey western title. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's it like <laughs> Tombstone or fucking yeah, yeah. yeah True was, Grit. Yeah, yeah. I need to rewatch Tombstone. That's a good movie. Val Kilmer Val, in that movie. Val Kilmes. Yeah. Val Kilme. Kurt Russell. Curdy Russells. Yeah. The ultimate bag getter. I'll baby any name, dude. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elbies. Idris Elbies. Jonathan Magies. Lakeith Stanfieldies. <laughs> Lakeithies. Uh, what's her name? Zazie Beats. Is that Zazie? Zazie Beats. She speaks fluent German, and she actually did the German dub of this movie, which is oh, that's fucking awesome. Mm. Kind of fun. She's very talented. Great actress. Very great actress. Good actress. Yeah. This movie should be 45 minutes shorter. We'll say Agreed. They could have cut... Well, not cut... There's so much the, music video interlude. The shit. bank robbery, but... Yeah, the big... Penny, quiet. That seems so tacked on. I'm like, no, I'm ready to get to the, the final sequence. Yeah, for sure. I was so ready for it. Me too. Like, it, I was... We were beyond... And it was three. good. It was like... It, w- it had a good lead up. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go, let's go. And it's okay, like, you need to rob a bank. Go. Okay, let's, let's go. go. Okay, let's go. To the act three. <laughs> language. <laughs> yeah, you're ready for all that. Yep, I feel you. Yeah. I was ready to put a bow on it. It's always when you check. It. It's always discouraging when you check. Like, oh, I'm about ready for this to wrap up. And right, there's like an 50. hour left. And you're like, yeah. come like, on, Jesus, this is this feels like Act Three. Come this on, feels like twenty thirty minutes left. Right, put, put a bow on her. Unfortunate. It, yeah, shout out to the Keith Stanfield though. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's a shame because the other movie we watched that I will try not to spoil, I did not get that feeling at any point throughout the movie, despite it being around the same length and not having any music, for one thing. Yeah. Or any type of No style. musical interludes in that one. Yeah. Nope. No music videos in there. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Is it whoosh? All right. Character name. Whoosh. <laughs> is that it for uh, the harder they fall? That's yeah. it. I think so. Yeah. Bing. Check it out on Netflix. It's a fun watch. Is it cinema with Marty Scorsese? Boys, we have to determine the Scorsese of this film. Oh, what's the Scorsese? Is it cinema or is it not cinema? Boys, it's a simple question. Alex, let's start with you. I'm going to go... While I did enjoy it, I will say it's not cinema. It is not something I would rewatch or own on DVD. <laughs> Funny that you said DVD. Yeah, what other form of media is there? There's Blu-ray and 4K. There's VHS. Blu-ray, 4K, Chris, cinema or not cinema? Um... It's like just short of cinema for me. Uh, like it's watchable, it's fun. I thought it was cinema. Uh, okay. 
I'm close to agreeing. I think it's cinema. It's, I'm like right below. You know that's what, what I mean? That's exactly like, how I feel. Where I'm just like, yeah. But ultimately, <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Exactly. It's doesn't good. mean it's a bad popcorn summer fun top down. It was a summer fun top down. Yeah. I want a little pin of just a summer fun top down. Yeah. Roll, and that's it. Just full of popcorn. Popcorn's like flying out of the convertible. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. What are we doing? Uh, the DMT. Dumb movie title for The Heart of the Fall. <sighs> I thought you were uh, fucking Oliver. Or what's his name? Oliver. I don't know. Uh-huh. Oh. What's his uh-huh. name? Olivier. Lawrence Olivier? No. no. Fucking. Uh, fuck. Why can't oh, we I make... forgot his name too. Shit. The fucking fucker. The fucking fucker Orson Welles Orson Orson Welles I'm like Olivier Lawrence Olivier (laughs) Whatever Uh, Dumb movie title for The Heart of They Fall Alex kick us off Because I think you have This week's winner Alright right, Josh kick us off Alright here we go No I'm disagreeing You don't have the best one Oh are ya You probably I'm not arguing it Go ahead Um, I've got two I've got The Harder They Y'all (laughs) Which is Yeah that's good See Um, And then I've got Rango Unchained So Yeah, that's pretty good. I have Wild Wild Best. Oh, that's good. Because it's better than Wild Wild West. All right. Chris? I've got Inglorious Westerns, and I've got Somehow Not a Spike Lee Joint. <laughs> nice. I think it's Heart of the Y'all. Heart of the Y'all. All right. <laughs> and if you were in Discord, you would already know that. True. $5 a month on Patreon, you get access to our Discord. Shout out to all the blood rallies. No. <laughs> what you're gonna say the n-word again is it vehemently <laughs> racist like usual <laughs> drop another slur that i will remember to edit out as you always do as he always does okay does it all right um should we do budget for this movie Ooh, let's fucking do it let's give it a shot okay this is hard this I is know. a hard one yeah hmm. it's a big cast lots of i mean one set but I'm gonna go 80 million to make this movie. No fucking way, bitch. I'll go. No fucking way. That's my guess. 55 million. You guys are dumb. This is. (laughs) Watch, it's like 300 million (laughs) (laughs) dollars. This is. You said 55. 35. All right. And I said 80. 90 million dollar budget. No way. No fucking shit on, bitch. There's no fucking way. Ninety million dollars. The harder they fall features a staggering 250 shades of. Right. Blah blah blah. blah. Here's how many colors of paint it took. Blah blah. Who cares? Colors of paint to do the White House. Paint. Netflix gave the production a ninety million dollar budget, which is not unheard of, but is large considering it was Samuel's first feature film. Fuck. That is that. He went home with $35 million. Where were... Yeah, where the fuck was it? The cast. You see that town, dude? Yeah, it was bad. There's a lot of paint. There's several million dollars worth of paint. I like that brand new blue building that said bank on it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my first Western, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It was like a Fisher Price Western. Yeah, Yeah. it was Six Flags Western old town shit. That's bad, dude. Pretty bad. I, to be fair, like that's what happens when you make too much movie. Well, know? the carpenter on set was Harrison Ford, so he had a pretty high budget. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That's bad. I nailed it. Good mm, job. Almost. You were close. You didn't nail it. It was very close. Closer than you, by mm, like a lot. Barely. I had the more realistic you guess. You guessed a third of the budget. Mm, I guess, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> almost a third. Get wrecked. No, half. Half of it. It was guessed, almost a third. Almost 30. two thirds, I mean. Oh, okay. I, Sorry. I guessed 30. Okay. No, well, it was... I guessed 30. Oh. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Shall we play actor game for Idris Alba? Oh, shit. Let's go. Fuck. Okay, let's go. Oh. Okay, let's go. The harder they fall. Suicide Squad. Luther. I don't know what guy, Richie movie or something? Um. Yikes! Oh, um, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> um, The Wire. Fuck! Damn it! Hey, man. The you like, you like The Wire. You like I fucking hate The Wire. <laughs> nice. The wire. Yeah. Is it The Office? Yeah. The Office. I'm out. Idris fucking Elba. Motherfucking Idris, motherfucking Elba. Go ahead, bitch. Mm. Go ahead, bitch. You fucking bitch. I'm out. I can't think of shit. Cats. Ah! You did it. Forgot about the masterpiece with James Corden. He was also in Pacific Rim, Thor Ragnarok, The Losers, Thor, yeah, Beast of a Nation, Beast of No Nation. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Pacific Rim. Beast job. of a Nation. That's problematic, Chris. They're making a. Uh, they're making another Luther apparently. Um, Suicide Squad, Concrete Cowboy, Cats, NBA Two K Nine is a voice. Lol. Um, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, what else? Avengers: Infinity War. I forgot about the. Well, I guess he plays the Thor same guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Who's he? Star play? Trek Beyond. Uh, that the keeper of Asgard or something. The Jungle Book. Oh yeah. Oh, he, he played the Panther, right? He did. He played Mowgli. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, where's the fucking bear? <laughs> I need me bear necessities. <laughs> He's in Prometheus. <laughs> forgot about that. Oh yeah. Who's in Ghost Rider? Absolutely. Fuck Charlize Theron. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a great scene. Hell yeah. Great actress. Great actress. Great scene. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Um, Unless you had anything else. Um, no. Okay. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Thank you for listening to There Are Too Many Movies. Check out The Heart of They Fall on Netflix if you want a summer fun, top-down, western, convertible fun time. Um, we got a Patreon if you want to support your local on the internet podcast. Uh, five bucks a month, get you access to the, access to the Discord. <coughs> we got merch, moviescom slash shop. Um, I don't know. Share us with a friend. Get ready for a bonus episode. Oh, yeah. This motherfucking Friday. Yeet. Yeet. Later, Toad. Later.